1: Welcome to Beyond the Ropes, a boxing podcast brought to you by Easy Boxing Repeat,
0: the place for the Northwest and boxing
1: news, news, reviews, and interviews. Here's your host, Sean Basso.
0: So here we go, it's episode number 10 of Beyond the Ropes Boxing Podcast. Um, there's been a bit of a, a break for a week or so, as you know, I've done a couple of live videos on Facebook. Um, we're now here in the back room of my parents-in-law doing our episode number 10, and today I've got Combat Lee Clayton on. Lee, introduce yourself. Hey,
1: that's Sean, yeah, I'm uh, Lee Combat Clayton uh, from uh, Kieran Fowler's gym, coached by Kieran and obviously Nath. he's obviously my main coach
0: now. Uh, Got a fight this weekend, Sunday, in Blackpool at the Hilton Hotel. So, we've just been talking um, about that because obviously I wanted to get you on to do the podcast before your fight because I know it was um, was scheduled to be quite an important fight for you in your career. Um, There is some obviously news you wanted to, to go through with us, but before we give people the news, let's rewind a little bit and take it back to when you started out. Um, I don't know if I've asked you this question before like in the interviews go I've done it. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think I have how did you get into boxing what what made you want to become a fighter
1: I'll be honest I was always I've always been athletic like I was a runner played semi pro football and I went down to a boxing gym basically I, well I'll be honest I didn't even go to a boxing gym till I was 20 now I didn't yeah, my first fight was when i was 21 and i basically i went down to the gym i thought it'd be good for fitness oh, i like a this went down to the gym so just to amateur gym and uh started doing the sessions realized i was all right at it. the coach said do you want to get your card do you want to fight i was like snatched his hand off straight away yeah of course i do so got my got me amateur card and I didn't have many amateur fights. I only had nine between two different gyms. I was at Olympic in Bury for two fights and then boxed for uh, AD Lewis at Dynamics for nine uh, for seven fights. So I only had nine altogether in my amateurs. Uh, won seven of them. Lost the two. I, lost, I actually lost my first one, but I thought, nah, I'm not giving up. Carry on. Went back at it and then had a good few wins on the bounce then in the amateurs. But work got in the way couldn't get to i wasn't able to get to training as much in amateurs enough if i wasn't going training three times a week they, they were not let me fight yeah. which to be honest is fair enough um and at that point i weren't sure that i didn't have any idea that i was able to go pro it's not anything i'd ever thought of obviously because i'd started so late i thought all these who turned pro they started boxing at six seven year old and i didn't start i didn't put a pair of gloves on until i was 20. and i was like I didn't think anything of it at first, and then obviously went into doing a few unlicensed
0: fights. Then yeah, it's interesting that because um, obviously uh, you know unlicensed is f- 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 it's kind of frowned upon, isn't it? You know by yeah. the um, by the boxing board of control and the the you know the official governing bodies uh, within within the UK. So yeah. a lot of people you know they're not always good enough to turn pro, yeah. So, that's kind of their... That that that's their chance to to, to make something of themselves in the unlicensed world, and it's it's got a massive following. Uh, there's so many different unlicensed companies, uh, especially within the northwest. Uh, yeah. You know, I've done a couple of little shows, giving them a bit of coverage yeah. myself. But there's just there's so many of them. So you know, when when you got to that point, you was like, right, you know, I'll do a couple of unlicensed fights. What what were your thoughts going into it?
1: Well, to be honest, a few lads I knew were doing them, um, and. The, I thought, do you know what, like, I'm doing boxing, it's a bit of fun, I'll give it a go, see how I get on, um, and I did get into it, and I'll be honest, yeah, I enjoyed it, some of the shows is alright, got some decent contacts out of it, um, it's not anywhere near the level of the amateurs or the pros, It. a lot of it is people who just want to go for a fight, don't get me wrong. You do get some decent lads. Uh, I'll be honest. In the, in I'd box some decent lads. I box the lad Danny Costello, three times ABA champion. Uh, beat him on points in in unlicensed. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, for people who, as long as it's done properly, um, you've got the medics there, um, and it is safe fighting. If you have them in sixteen ounces. Then, uh, like for for people who want to just do it because they enjoy boxing but they don't necessarily they're not necessarily too serious about it. Yeah. Then I don't think it's too bad a thing, but yeah, it has to, but some of some of the shows are a joke. If it's done properly, then yeah, fair enough, but a lot but a lot of them aren't safe and and they do need to be cracked down on.
0: Yeah, there's one where the um I don't know if you remember it, in the last, I think it's the last couple of months there was one where it was an un- unlicensed fight yeah. and um As a result of of them not having a proper medical team around the ring, uh, the guy died. Yeah. Um, So it's it's stuff like that. You know, if they're going to do these things, they need to do them properly. And, you know, I have seen a few of them. Uh, There's one particular one, which I'll give them a bit of a shout out here, because I've done a couple of their shows and been quite impressed with the setup. And that's uh, Snowflake Promotions in Bolton. And the guys from there, um, there's, you know, it's a real, it's a real proper setup, yeah. real venue. It's for always for a good cause. They're not for profit, which is quite important. A lot do they
1: do it for charity as
0: well? Yeah, now. it's quite important to me as, as as a guy who's you know working on a sort of a media outlet who, who who wants to cover as much boxing as he can. It's important that I don't turn up and there's no medics there or there's no one actually you know governing the the, the, the place or or doing the right things when I go there and I see the right things going on. I think we'll. You know, yeah. the, these are people that are serious about giving people that want to come and try boxing. Um, sometimes it's not for them. Sometimes they, they just love to fight. And, well, that's um, the thing is, it, like
1: I think now, it, you don't you, as people say, you don't play boxing. No, no. So it needs to be you need it needs to be safe. You need to do it properly. If it's not, then it shouldn't be happening. And that's that's the way I see it. Basically, at the end of the day, and and when I was doing it. I won't box somebody unless I thought, unless I knew who they was and I knew they would boxed in the amateurs yeah. or whatever, and I knew they had a decent record. Because I wanted, a, I wanted a decent. I, I didn't want somebody I was going to get in there and blow away in thirty seconds because he just came for a scrap, or somebody who's just come for his un, come for his hundred quid, and then he'll go back home and get leather. That's not what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted actually to do it for boxing because I really enjoyed boxing, and and I didn't. Think anything of the pros then, because obviously I'd not been in boxing very long at all, and I didn't even I didn't real I didn't even realize oh how, how I even go about
0: getting into the pros. Yeah. Did you go from what was your journey then? Was it unlicensed <coughs> then amateurs <coughs> then pro?
1: Oh no, I you? started amateur right, and the only reason I stopped with the amateurs was because of work. Obviously, because of the age I was at, and uh, like I was trying to progress in my personal training and yeah. obviously go down the management side, then it was it was getting in the way of my boxing at the time and that was the reason i went and did the unlicensed and i was doing a bit of um like fitness at a couple of like boxing gyms i was doing like circuits for oh, that
0: right, like, like, yeah, yeah and that was how yeah. i ended
1: up getting into it i was doing like fit circuits and then i was i ended up getting into it that way because they offered it to me and i thought oh do you know what i'll give it a go Get and, t- you get get the taste for it again. Yeah, yeah. And then pff, it just took off from there then, and that was obviously ended up turning over then. Went down to see Kieran. The rest is history.
0: Yeah, well, this is it. This is, the, this is the opportunity to make history for yourself. So, going going back to... You went did the amateur fights, you went to unlicensed, you had a few, you sort of think, mm, I've got the taste for this again, quite fancy this. And, you know, you've, you've got your, your personal uh, career going on with your, um, with your, your training, and obviously, if, if anybody doesn't know what you do, tell them.
1: Uh, well, yeah, personal trainer, but I um, teach, obviously, like, a lot of group fitness classes as well, but I'm uh, the operations manager at the village hotel as well in Bury, and the are sponsor of me. So works well together yeah they'll all be there at the fight Um, all the big bosses will be there at the fight as well on Sunday behind there supporting me um, but yeah I've been there eight and a half years now Worked my way up from being a lifeguard at the start now to
0: one of the gym managers that's good so it's, 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 it's good that you've got a career that yeah. that marries up that's with exactly, your, your it definitely works alongside it because like
1: tomorrow morning I've got to teach spin class at six in the morning but that's good fitness for me. Yeah. So where some other boxes, they might be out doing the road work. I don't have to get up and get out before work because I'm on a bike for forty five yeah, minutes yeah.
0: blasting it. So that's my road work for the day. Do you ever worry that like I know obviously I've seen you, I've done one of the classes with you, funnily and I haven't done the spin class. And yeah. do you ever worry that you could potentially overtrain yourself, or when you do the classes, do you? Do you sort of sometimes hold back a little bit, but still give that motivation to the people you? I seeking? don't know how
1: to hold back in a class. I don't. I'll be honest. You know me. I'm a fitness freak. Everybody. I, I get told off for overtraining. Like Nase told me, Kieran's told me, um, and it has happened in the past, and I've learned from it. Um, so it's something that I, d- I won't let it happen again. I'll make sure, if I know that I've got boxing that comes first and I'll work around it so if I'll either get somebody else to teach class or I might have to teach a spin class off the bike for that session just so it doesn't cause the boxing a hindrance because that's not what I want I want to get as far as I can in my boxing I'm driven and I'm motivated to get
0: to where I want to be and I won't stop till I get there Looking forward, to, uh, looking forward to your fight on uh, Sunday, which we'll talk about again I'll in like a, a, little bit, a little bit more detail uh, shortly. Um, but I just want to go back to sort of the moment where you made that decision to turn pro and and, and what your thoughts were at that time. Because obviously you've been at the Village Hotel now for about eight and a half years, like you said, and yeah, yeah. you've been doing that. So you've always been into fitness, so that's never been an issue. Um, but when you got to that point where you thought, mm, I think I might have a, might have a proper go at this and go for it. yeah. yeah. How did you come to get that relationship with with karen uh, it's,
1: it's funny that because i turned up at karen's gym and i was like you know me and i know you and he was like yeah i do know you from somewhere we actually went to the same school i was a year above him at school um but he thought it was another lad me and another lad at school looked alike Curtis butler and uh he thought that's where i was and he was like nah you don't box you don't box i was like listen do didn't start till i was late didn't start till i was 21 but i do box um so he shoved me in the ring for a spiral like right let's have a look at you first he shoved me in with george brennan first and and he said to me well he didn't say it to me actually he actually said after it he said i thought i was going to shove you and i probably have to pick you up off the floor he said i (laughs) thought you were going to get an absolute pasting but it was a good competitive spa between me and george and like as it always is and uh, after it, he was like, right, let's get this done, get him signed off. So I had to, obviously, because of not having many amateur fights, they wanted to do an assessment on oh, me. So. But as soon as he came out for the assessment, had me on the pads, and he was like, yeah, don't need to say any more. I'm happy. Your fitness is there. Your boxing skills are there. I'm happy to give you your license. And then, obviously, from there, signed with Kieran and been fighting with him ever since. Yeah, so um, how many fights have you had now? Uh, so under now I've had uh,
0: four fights. Four I fights under have, Kieran. Yeah, one, three, lost one. Was that that I want to talk about that loss? Was that the particular loss that Nathan uh, referred to, and uh, in an earlier podcast? Because it was one which obviously he was giving you a lot of credit for uh, the way you bounced back from <coughs> that particular loss. I never seen it, so it was difficult for me to be able to pass judgment upon. That, that particular night, but it was the one where you um, had a bit of a bad knockout. Yeah, yeah, uh, did, got caught clean, and it was
1: my own fault at the end of the day. So, when I'd first turned over, we all fought, because my fitness is probably my strongest point, yeah. I, put, I could go for 15 rounds if you want me to, um, and I'm not going to run out of gas, but I was fighting with my heart and not my head, um, and I'd... Hurt him a bit in the first round, so came out in the second round. And I was rushing in, and I thought I could knock this guy out. Yeah, and not thinking too much about my defense, and he got caught clean. Um, got put down, didn't recover properly, caught me again. The ref stopped the fight. Um, so obviously, coming away from that, Nay being a southpaw, I'll be honest, I need to give him a massive shout out because he has changed me as a fighter. He's made me like like he says a bar of soap, um, and it definitely suits me the way yeah. he, now he's teaching me to box. Because of like he said, I've come. Ba- I'm coming now off two good wins off two tough opponents, um, going into this one looking obviously for another good win. Um, but he's changed my style completely, and it really suits me. I feel mass- I feel a lot more comfortable. Like I'm fighting with my head now, and. I'm a lot harder to it and I'm hitting cleaner and I'm hitting harder now as well. Because of obviously the, the way he's changed me.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing with obviously Nathan, um for people that listened to the earlier podcast when he was on and he was talking about what he'd achieved in his career before he, he, he you know, he wasn't able to return because of the of the knee injury. Um you know, he'd achieved quite a lot. And he'd beaten uh, the the most notable uh, vi- victim on his record, amateur record, was Darren uh, Tatley, yeah. which he, he who's now 14 know in the pros. So obviously we know from from, from hearing Nathan, and trust me, he, he is hard to it. He's so hard. To, he he got him with
1: me a couple of rounds uh, for a couple of rounds a couple of weeks ago. Uh, honestly, I'd be struggling to lay a glove on him. <laughs> he didn't even have his hands up. Uh, his his defense is ridiculous. And, uh, I like, obviously, it's. I feel it's rubbing off onto me. Yeah. And his coaching style suits me perfectly as well.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, obviously, he's doing... He's, he's coaching a few other the younger guys in the gym and, and, and girls in the gym, uh, obviously, Acacia being the girl. Uh, and he's doing really, really well for himself in that respect. So I oh, think yeah, he's definitely, definitely found his calling um, for, for life after you know, boxing and not being able to get back in the ring, uh, I'm, I'm sure he'd love to do it, but I, we've had this conversation, me and Nathan times about, you know, it's now about giving back and being able to give back to people like yourself. Yeah. So he's, he's gone in and, you know, he spoke to me in, in detail about you and, and your career so far and that particular knockout loss and, you know, how you've gone into the gym and you've he's always said, you know, he didn't used to listen. He didn't yeah. always listen to what I was yeah. telling him, and now and
1: now he's he's he's, he's listening. And... I, I I was I was I was hundred mile an hour always, and didn't know any different until he got older me, and he would slow me down a bit, listen, and and it's worked. Like, I, like I said, he he got of me after that fight, and yeah, I got beat, but I was I got beat on a Friday night. I'll be honest, I was back in the gym Monday morning. Cause I don't care how many people are laughing at me. I don't care what people are saying about oh he got knocked out, he got beat. So what? I got beat. I come back from it, perform even better the next next two fights. There's only
0: the only way is up now. Just just because he got beat, it's not stopping me. I don't care. So you've had the obviously the two victories after uh, that you bounced back with. Yeah, him. I was there uh, in Middleton for the fight against Luke Fash. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know from what I've seen. I was there at ringside and I could see it, it was very, very controlled performance. Oh, he's uh, a tough he's, kid as well. He is, and that's the thing. He, he's, he's, he's out, he's out uh, a he lot. Is strong. He's strong. He's a very small guy. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> he's a small he's guy, so but he's very. Deceptive. His yeah,
1: stockiness, he's, yeah. he's so strong because obviously there was a bit of weight difference between us at the time as well. I think he came in about nine stone two, nine stone three, and I actually I only weighed eight stone eleven. Um, I'm small. Uh, I'm quite tall at the weight. Don't get me wrong, but. I'm a slim guy in it, and yeah, you could you could feel the difference. So he is strong, yeah. and you can see why he causes people problems every week when he's out.
0: Yeah, and and that that like I said, that was um, it, that was a really good performance, and I I <laughs> you know that was the first time I'd seen you live. So for me, it was like I'd seen you in the gym a few times, training, and I'd done interviews with you, and but I'd never been there inside for one of your fights live to be able to see what your performance was like, and and for first impressions, was like you know I wouldn't have thought two fights ago you'd yeah. suffered a pretty bad knockout loss, what people were saying. It? I think
1: and a lot of it as well is because don't get me wrong, I used to, I like, I'd like, I like to fight. I did I used to like a fight, and they had to get, and they had to get out of me. Because I can box, and that's what they want me to do. They yeah, want me to course, box, yeah. they want me to be tricky, they want me to play to my strengths,
0: um, rather than just go in there for a good scrap, which uh, is sometimes what I would do. Everyone likes to see a fight, and I've said this so many times since I've started boxing and boxing media, and I've always said previously, as a, just as a normal fan, I'd love to see a great fight, yeah. and then I wouldn't appreciate the guys that out there that, that were purists and... Would absolutely, you know, they box the socks off the opponents. That's the thing with me
1: is though, like, when I watch boxing, I'm a boxer. Uh, listen, I've been watching boxing since I was a kid. I've l- always loved boxing. Growing up, watching it, um, but for me, watching it, I'm a boxing purist. I'm not necessarily. Don't get me wrong. Everybody loves a good light like, war, but yeah, like Yelomachenko Rigondo we all know that's going to be for the boxing purists. That yeah. ain't going to be a scrap no it's gonna be a chess match exactly and that that for me that's personally what i like to watch like mayweather just think some of the stuff he, he can do it's ridiculous and that that's the kind of style i like to watch but when i got in the ring myself at the like in the past i used to get in there and i used to fancy a fight but and like i said with my heart not my head because i wanted it so bad I yeah. thought i can go i can knock this guy out and I can, I can. but coming away from it now i do i think i'm more relaxed The box boxing my head now not my heart even though that motivation and that will to win is still there yeah just as much i'm thinking about it more and i'm a lot more controlled like you said in the mid arena one i was i was controlled and I won comfortably on
0: pints because that was what I needed to do did you get a chance to watch any of it um, any of it back at all because I did I did record some of it live Uh, I think it was only like a round or something but even that, that particular round that I recorded live I still felt it was a good way to be able to look at you know because obviously Kieran doesn't have anyone recording the shows yeah, as such yeah. and he likes to keep things as they are, you know, in in, in house and get yeah. you know, all the fans that are paying for the tickets come and see it there rather than well,
1: I actually got to watch four rounds because my mate videoed it and oh, then his uh, his memory ran out on his phone, so we only got the first oh, four.
0: I, I I gotta admit I know that feeling yeah, we so know well. That, yeah.
1: <laughs> live work live media workout. Yeah, of, that yeah. was battery though that yeah. that, that was Well, dumb art. <laughs> <laughs> not relying on your iPhone again. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a new yeah, one. I yeah, am. Uh, so my mate actually videoed it and sent it across to me. So, uh, me and Nate watched it back because obviously there's always things you need to improve on. Yeah, box well, but there was things that I needed to change slightly. Things that maybe as I've I'm coming away defending things I need to work on, so I'm not getting caught as yeah. like with silly shots. So we did. We went away. We looked at them four rounds. We worked on it and i feel like i've improved even more
0: from then and ready to show it on sunday so let's move on let's change the topic of conversation and move on to sunday now because uh obviously before, as soon as you got here you he was just telling me about the situation with sunday yeah, yeah so as far as everybody else was concerned uh and for the people obviously buying the tickets to come and see you it's a, it's a big it's a big venue um the hilton hotel in blackpool yeah, it's yeah. A, you know it's a Nice little posh place to go and box at. Um, oh yeah, definitely can't wait. But obviously, you've got some news you watch, to yeah, So fire away. The yeah, else. I
1: mean obviously I'm still fighting Hilton Hotel, still uh, like over there in Blackpool on the show. Um, but we not, I'm not able to now box for the British Challenge Belt now. At the time we was, and um, it was the belt was sanctioned for obviously the eight rounds. I was able to fight for it uh now we've had a we did have a late pull out like through to to injury only a couple of days ago um listen it's boxing it happens so (laughs) it like it can't be helped i'm not gonna cry about it get on with it but um yeah so I'm not now able to box for the British Challenge Belt because right. the the Boxing Board have said they're not able to sanction it within time. So we had replaced the we've replaced the opponent. We have got another one six rounder. Now we have we did have find out today that we've had another pull out and he's not able to box um, this weekend. So like we said, we've got on it again today. Kieran pulled it out of the bag. We've managed to get another guy in. Got a now he can only box he only box a four rounder, but still on the show four rounder still looking to put a good performance in and yeah like i said i'm not gonna cry about it this is boxing and it happens and it's like it can't be helped if yeah the guy got injured so it's yeah obviously i'm gutted because yeah. the chance to fight for a title the chance to lift that belt of my head that was exactly what i wanted but it can't be
0: helped. With 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 it. Sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, with it being um, so close to it's fight week now, it's officially fight week. We're on Monday, yeah. so this is your fight week now. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I appreciate you coming and doing the uh, the podcast with yeah, us yeah. this evening. Um, but how does that now? Affect you in this last week because you've done most of the work now going into Sunday. Yeah, you know with a particular opponent in mind. Yeah, yeah. and now you had another opponent who you thought you was going to be facing, and now you've got a third opponent, yeah, which. Yeah. Um, It's Jules Phillips who boxed George Brennan a couple of weeks back at bowling, so you you know you you was there at ringside. You got to see him. He's a tough kid.
1: Yeah, he is tough, and he's gonna come. He's gonna come for the win. So I've got to be prepared for that, Anna. So, but yeah, the first well, the first two opponents we had they were pretty similar to each other. So when we had the change, the what work we'd already put in would have worked with both of them. Now it's slightly different now, but. And they have to. I have to see it as though they've got to adjust to me, not me adjust to them. I, I'm, the, I'm not. Go, I don't need to change anything. They've got to change for me. Basically, that's the way I see it. Yeah. Is if I go in and I give it hundred percent and I box to the best of my ability, I'm coming away with a win. I ain't got any doubt about it.
0: So you, you know you get it's a four rounder. It's obviously you train for for, for an eight rounder, yeah. but you go into four. So um you've made the you know the adaptations for uh the fight once that gets out of the way you've got, got obviously christmas to look forward to like the rest oh, of yeah. us gotta be the
1: first time <laughs> i can have proper, Christ- proper christmas this last two christmases not been able to. I've had to have bad fights coming up so i've had to be on a bit of a diet only had a couple of days <laughs> off this time i'm telling you i'm getting fat that Domino's is getting smashed in <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so you got a good, a good time off over Christmas now. It's yeah, a good yeah. opportunity to, to sit back and reflect on the year you've had so far in boxing and uh, what 2018 looks like. Um, in your mind, realistically, what would you want to see out of 2018? Well, we've already obviously had talks about
1: it. and For me, I want titles. That's all I want. That's the only reason I got into boxing. I want to achieve something um, and... <laughs> My, me working my way up them titles and lifting them belts above my head from the age I got into boxing, it's a massive achievement for me. People will see it as an overachievement for me I, until I get to where I want to be, lifting them belts above my head. Then I ain't gonna stop. So straight out, I, listen. If karen says to me, "You're gonna box first week of January," I'll be out there and I'll I'll fight because I, I love boxing. But uh, I think he's probably looking at. I'm not sure what, what dates, but it could be February, March um, on his show, um, and hopefully he'll
0: get me on there for a title fight. There's a British Challenge Belt as well, and you know there's been uh, a few fights for British Challenge Belt yeah, recently yeah. across the northwest. And um, uh, for people that don't really know a lot about the British Challenge Belt, it actually um, it's a it's a good little title for people that are, are push, trying to push the way. Into that top ten of the rankings because for a couple of the fighters that have boxed for it recently and won it, it's actually pushed them into the top ten uh, yeah, in yeah. their in their respective divisions. Now that that for me is um, is is big. So if that if that could be what happens with you, then you, you, you're on one step, and then you can start thinking yeah. about well, if I've got this belt, where else can I go? Oh, with
1: definitely, it? and it's a good title to build on as well, um, because obviously it's eight, it's an eight rounder. So it's a it, you're coming up from your fours and your sixes. Yeah. Um and it like win that win that challenge belt and then you can push on then for your central areas, your ten rounds, English titles, ten rounds. So that good that eight round, it's a good building stepping stone for it. Yeah. And that's the what I would see it as, don't get me wrong, I would have been buzzing to win that title. Um and but I would have, again, seen it as a stepping stone for bigger titles because that's, that's what I want, and I, like I said, I ain't going to stop.
0: So, like I said earlier, boxing in the Hilton Hotel in Blackpool yeah. its not for the British Challenge belt now, uh, but you've still got the same level of support, and I, I've seen the support you bring, and you actually bring quite a few people, to be oh, fair. Yeah, I've got a decent amount coming <laughs> down with me. Yeah. Um, with Blackpool not being too far as well, it's, it's, it's a good opportunity yeah. for people to have a little bit of a... A uh, I, I got old knees up, I Yeah, um, Yeah, definitely. Think there'll be a lot of uh, sickies on Monday morning for the workplaces. Are well, I, I, I know. <laughs> Do you know what? It probably could be. Well, mm. to be
1: to be fair, the uh, all the ones at the village, the village have actually got their say, their yearly sales conference um, and yearly sales party. Um, the day after the Monday <sighs> in Blackpool. So they're all coming down, staying over in Blackpool, and then they're there on the Monday as well, so they've got two nights of piss-ups, haven't they, really? Oh, no. And then we've got a load of others, obviously, coming down, and supposed to be, like, my brother's. My brother works at the village with me. He's coming down. um, He's back in Monday morning at half-five. He says. (laughs) (laughs) He's meant to be. But I ain't going in if he's ringing in sick. I'm, I'm in Blackpool, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll make sure we don't uh, disclose any more information about uh, Lee's brother, just so he doesn't get himself in trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm his boss, so oh, if you're injured well. in sick, he's got me to answer to anyway. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, no, it's uh, it's good to, to hear what, you, what you're what you telling us on the podcast, which is, you know, you, you're not just... You forget about, you're forgetting about the knockout loss, you're putting it behind you. You're looking at... A British challenge belt Obviously it's not happening this Sunday Which yeah. is unfortunate But you you know it's, it's good to see you in the mindset of Right well Okay I've had a couple of pull outs now You know I'm, I'm on fight week I'm fighting somebody yeah. Who I know of Who I've seen one of my stable mates box And yeah, yeah. you know you, you, You're ready for it on Sunday So it's uh, It's yeah. good um, I'm looking forward to it I should hopefully be able to get there And uh, You know give, give, give some coverage to the show itself oh, As it's well
1: scary, Will. It'll be a top show I can't wait for it now Because obviously we've got a Couple, of, we've got me and uh, a couple of the other lads for Well, and George as well, yeah. Uh, George's on as yeah. well, yeah. So we've got George. George is fighting uh, Brett Fido who I have boxed in the past, yeah. And then um, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure who Dylan's fighting, but obviously he's a other exciting talent as well, just yeah. as George is So well, it's going to be a good show for uh, for Karen. It's so co-promoted though, isn't it? As well, is it Neil Marsh? Yeah, it's Neil Marsh. It. Yeah, so uh, that's I think that's obviously the reason it's in Blackpool. because it's yeah, based yeah. Around that area, there's uh, Bill Hodgson's on the show as well. The heavyweight. It's got um, Adam
0: Little on the show as well, who uh, beat Reese McMillan.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure if he's on it at the minute. Oh, anymore. is he not? No, oh, no I'm oh, not there sure. you go breaking news for yeah. anybody who
0: doesn't
1: know. Yeah, I, not I'm not sure. Um, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I'm not sure if he's on the show or not. Right, I think okay. he's got the four fights. I think it's me, George. Dylan and Bill Hodgson on the show to be honest. Right, cool. As far as
0: I know. <laughs> be good. So let's um well we've got you on. Uh, we've talked about you, talked about your background, yeah, coming yeah. into boxing where we are. Let's talk about what's going on in boxing in general now. Yeah, um I, obviously I was away last week, I did a couple of little Facebook live videos, um just to chat to people really about people that follow each Sleep Boxing Repeat and, and just see what their opinions were and a few things that were going on so the biggest thing that's happened really in the past week is Tyson Fury uh, and the, the, the social media stuff that's been going on with him so you've had him on social media training at yeah. Matten's uh, gym, you've had him, the biggest thing for him this week which was uh, I said on one of the live videos was a massive statement of intent, uh, the fact that he's signed with uh, MTK. Definitely yeah that, that's sort of like massive step for him
1: if if it all comes off and does get I hope he does get back into boxing for me because personally I think he is the most talented heavyweight around and I do think he would wipe the division a fit Titan Fury yeah obviously sir. not yeah, a fat Titan no, Fury would wipe the division personally I think his his skill set and his awkwardness. Um, And his boxing brain would, he'd skill
0: all all of them. A lot of people, a few months ago, um, were were saying Josh would just wipe the floor with Fury, But now, this past couple of weeks, now people are seeing him back in the gym and thinking, even for a guy that's well over his fighting weight and he's got the movement and the head movement... And you're thinking to yourself, if he you can move like that, at 25 stars, oh, definitely, what's going to be moving like a 19 well, look stone.
1: look at it. Yeah, look at the difference when they both fought Klitschko. Look at the difference. Fury made him look average, bang average, yeah. And Joshua, it was a good fight. It was a very good oh, competitive for a, for a... fight. Look at it. Joshua got dropped. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I I, I like Joshua rating, um, and I think. He did really well to come back from the knockdown and get the win. Fair play to him, but I think if you look at the difference in how they both dealt with
0: Klitschko, Fury sh- streets ahead. He made Klitschko look bang average. Yeah, you know he did, and um, that's just kind of testament. It's the only way you can compare him at this moment in time is by that particular fight that they've had uh, mutually. So a lot, but you know what? A lot of people's opinions on that are. Oh, well, Klitschko had a bit of a bad night at the office when he fought of Fiori. And, and I've heard have quite a few excuses come out of the bag over the past couple so of he years. Been,
1: he'd been world champion for 11 years. Exactly. You can't use them kind of excuses.
0: Exactly. exactly. He, he's he's never had a, a bad night at the office no. for in, in that time. Obviously, he had a couple of earlier stoppage losses yeah, in his career. Yeah. But once he got onto a good um, even keel with Emmanuel Stewart... He didn't lose a fight. No, he didn't lose a fight.
1: He was winning fights on his jab, yeah, comfortably. I mean, he, he and beat, a, he beat it, a prime David Hay exactly, and, and Fury took that away from him. He took his jab away from him, and Klitschko did not have a clue what to do with him. Whereas, obviously, when Joshua boxed him, it was a really good competitive fight, and people were saying it was one of the best heavyweight fights there's been well, for a does, long yeah. time, and it was for the drama, for exactly, sure, exactly, exactly both got dropped and it was very competitive
0: but then you're like oh, the, you see people you know going people saying that Joshua went life and death with him and, and uh, Fury toyed with him so people I've got that to compare to um, I've, I've said on numerous occasions throughout any of the media stuff that I've done that if fit Tyson Fury comes back gets one or two fights under his yeah. belt and then jumps in the ring with Joshua he beats him yeah beats him Tyson um, Fury top of his game beats any of them he beats Joshua
1: He beats Wilder I don't think any of them would beat Fury
0: on top of his game We'll, we'll, um, we'll see Hopefully he keeps doing what he's doing Which is getting in the gym, training He's signed a, a deal with a, a relatively large Promotional company uh, that are making waves in the UK and abroad so he, he's got a platform to do it on now definitely can yeah. i hope he doesn't you know mess this up because i do what i see him back and uh, do what i see in he,
1: he's he's a character as well yeah. but he's he's entertaining to watch in the ring he's is a, he's, he's a different heavyweight in and in he's not and he doesn't like say for heavyweights he don't carry the most power but he may he, he boxes and and he's uh, and I do I think his talent and his boxing skill set is
0: top of range One one moving on to another fight which has had hardly any promotion over here yeah. uh, and you touched on it earlier on with uh, Slomachenko well, I Rigondo. don't want to talk about it <laughs> purely because I'm, I'm depressed about it
1: my brother's going oh well yeah I'm having to work that weekend so that he can go he's, basically it's his birthday the week after so his missus has bought him tickets to go to New York and watch the fight. Wow. So let's not talk about it. <laughs> 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 no, I, no, I'd be honest, for me, that would be my dream fight to go and watch. And I think it would be a lot of
0: people's. It's and he just, keeps winding me up about it. You know, but what, what disappoints me is... There's just no promotion of it over here. Uh, I think it's Box Nation that's mm, picking the fight up yeah. uh, on TV, but uh, Box Nation BT Sport. But I th- you know, in terms of promotion, um, I consider- think
1: a lot of it though is because they're not necessarily big personalities. No, they're not. You're right, but it's 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 a massive. fight. Oh, of course it is. For for your boxing purist, it is the biggest fight out there, and and in terms of talent. <laughs> You, there's I mean, not many at, people that are going to match them
0: to for talent. Look at all the amateur wins they've got between them. It's ridiculous. Exactly. exactly. It's ridiculous the amount of wins they've had yeah. between them in the amateurs. Uh, and the amount of losses they've got between them. Yeah, ridiculous. Exactly. Well, yeah. looking, in Lomachenko <laughs> one loss, one loss three hundred ninety-six
1: wins. <laughs> yeah. Both double Olympic champions, both double world
0: champions. That's that's what when you when you say it like that, it makes you think. Wow, what a fight it's going to be? But then I've just not seen anything of it at all. not at all. It's no. just been, and, and you know what? Someone else on social media said it today uh, on Twitter and said there's just been no promotion for it at all. There's just been nothing. There's hardly a peep out of it. I mean, mm. hopefully in the next week we'll see something coming through. On, but like um, you said, yeah, they're not big person. I mean, uh, if you follow
1: uh, Rigondo on Twitter, he likes to run his mouth a little bit about it. Um, but he, I think, because. He's a he, Rigando has found it hard to get fights, and yeah. I think it's because he's so good. Yeah, um, people switched off from him, um, so his profile isn't as good as it should be. And obviously, Lomachenko he's wiping the floor with everyone he fights. It, so, uh, and he's not a, he don't run his mouth. He just gets in the ring and does the business. Yeah. So I think that's possibly why he, he, they're struggling with the promotion well they've not even tried to put it out there as well I mean I,
0: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the promotion's like in America and obviously anyone that listens to the podcast which they are some American yeah. people that listen to the podcast you know let us know what you think and what's it like over there is yeah. it been promoted a bit better than what it is over in the UK because But like, we, we've it's got not, no, <laughs> unless
1: you're a boxing purist Yeah, people probably don't even it. know or don't even necessarily if you said who he was some people they've heard of him but they don't necessarily know who he is Lomachenko is a bit different a lot of people know who he is um and they're like, oh, he is good. He's gonna lever him and all this because, but that's purely because Rigondo hasn't got a massive profile over here. Um, he fought Jazzy Dickens, didn't he, and broke his jaw and yeah. beat Jazzy
0: Dickens. Uh, I think I it was last year. But it yeah, been last like, year.
1: again, it's like because he, because he's finding it so hard to get fights, nobody wants to fight him. Yeah, I and mean, just. Because of his skills as well, his skill set is ridiculous. I think it's both a, of them.
0: It's the type of fight that people um, might not appreciate for the purism side of it, um, and I'm expecting it to be a very tentative, a bit of a chess match, a lot of feints going yeah. in, a lot of head movement going in. You know, that's the type of fight I'm expecting think, to see.
1: Well, for me, uh, yeah, for me, I think if. I'm not I'm not no one's here is sitting on the fence of who I think is going to win but I think if Lomachenko is going to win it I think he's got to go at him a little bit um and make Rigondeau uncomfortable because if you don't he'll sit and defend all day long and pick you off um because it's what he's so good at yeah um but I, so I think Loma- Rigondo if he can make it a boring fight he takes the win yeah I think Lomachenko has got to push
0: the fight I think with Lomachenko though obviously with him being the younger man um and Rigondo being the older man at 36 year old I think he's 36, but, 37 yeah but can, have, can, you have you ever seen
1: Have you ever seen Rigondo in a war no you haven't so he's not necessarily an old fighter I'm not
0: saying well I'm not suggesting that he, he is an old fighter in that respect but what I'm saying is um at, at 36 even though you know, he's not been in many wars. All the training you do over the years, you know, eventually your body's going to start to decline at some point. Oh yeah, of course. I'm not suggesting that's going to happen in this particular fight, but there is that chance. Who Um, do you think is going to win? Who do I think is going to win? Put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I don't want to be on the fence about it. I think if you put a gun to my head and said, pick a winner, I'd say Lomachenko. I agree, and I
1: think a lot of it because I think the skill set's pretty similar I think it could come down to the size difference because Lomachenko is the bigger man yeah. um, and I do think the skill set's probably pretty much it's a 50-50 fight in terms of that I think it could come down to the size difference
0: me, and that Lomachenko will push the fight I believe he will do anyway well, I think he has to I think that like, you you've put it in the nail on the head about that I think if um, if he doesn't Rick will try and pick him off all day. Oh,
1: and he will do. He's shown it so many times. He, he, he's that hard to it. If you don't push it, yeah. you, you ain't getting anywhere
0: near me. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I think we've just had a week on Saturday, that one is. Um, the 9th, that one, yeah. Yeah, and then I think... Don't, trust me, I know everything about it. <laughs> I
1: keep getting reminded. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. It's, uh, I feel I feel for you, though, because... Um, you know, as 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 a purist with it, you know, you want to go and see the probably the one of the greatest purist fight matchups of all time. Hundred um, percent, it is definitely. It's a, it's a shame, but you know what, you, you you'll get to pick it up on the TV, so you'll still oh, get yeah, to watch it. Sure, it'll be just the, <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another fight that I wanted to uh, touch on. Um, I wait to don't again. I don't think it's had a lot of uh, publicity over here is Billy Joe Saunders and David Lemieux. And I've talked about this fight before in the past few weeks with with different people uh, across social media. And um, I just don't see why that is not being promoted as a a good middleweight fight, which is, I think, what it is. Possibly because of Billy Joe's performances recently.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, I thought he did really well against William Monroe Jr. I don't think William Monroe Jr. turned up for that. No, point, I no. don't. I don't. Maybe his kid. Maybe Billy Joe's kids scared him off as well. <laughs> they weigh in. But um, for me, it, it's down to which Billy Joe turns up. Yeah. If Billy Joe turns up, he takes the win. Uh, on points, I don't think he'll stop him, but I think if he turns up, he takes the win.
0: A lot of people, again, that I've spoken to have said, Billy Joe boxes his boxes
1: his head off. Oh, I, I I think exactly the same. But he has to turn up. Yes. And,
0: uh, I, think and he, I think he will. Well, I don't uh, even think he will. From looking at
1: from looking at obviously his social media, he's looking in good shape. He's probably looking in the best shape we've seen him. Yeah. So he must be putting
0: the training in. Yeah, but he's gone to the Winkerbank gym, and Winkerbank gym is obviously very, very well-renowned for producing really good fighters yeah. and world champions, as we know. Um, and with him making that move now over to the Winkerbank gym, he's, he's re- he seems to have reinvigorated his mindset um, yeah. being uh, over there. That's what he needed for me, because
1: uh, I, I believe in terms of skill, he's right up there. I think he did just need his mindset sorting. That's all it was with, with Billy Joe. Look how he started the Eubank Junior fight, he boxed his head off for the yeah. first six rounds. Obviously Eubank Junior probably started a bit late, turned it around a bit late, but
0: Billy Joe showed what he can do against a top class fighter. Alright, so with that I think they're the, the 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 most recent upcoming fights that we've got. Um yeah. obviously the Hay and the Bell you one. Uh, we, we, we've personally not talked about it, but it's been on people's lips for a week oh, or so. Well, my
1: brother was going to that one as well. Oh, and God. Obviously, he's not going he, he
0: gets around your brother, doesn't he? I tell yeah, I'm the cells. one who has
1: to work all the shifts because he gets to go, yeah.
0: Next <laughs> so, um, time he gets free tickets as well. So, obviously, the, the fact that Hay's had to pull out because he's had an injury to yeah. his bicep, which has left the, the, that particular show in tatters a little bit. Um, we'll have to see what idea and we'll try and come up with for that date. But um, on the back of that, when we refer back to Tyson Fury, calling out Tony Bellew, which was interesting, and then Tony Bellew saying you will fight him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I wasn't expecting that. I really wouldn't expect mm, that to, I, to come I off. I think Fury would win comfortably, me. I mean, Tony Bellew's got heart, and I've said it I've said it on my live videos recently, that mm. if Tony Bellew takes his fight, he's taking it because he's securing a, 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 a great future for his family. Which he talks about a lot. Which... We know from watching a lot of the stuff on Sky Sports, Yeah, he can't go within about two sentences without you mentioning know. how he's doing it for his kids. That's
1: not what it's all about for him. He loves to
0: fight. He yeah. does love to fight. We know he loves to fight, but his persona now has changed from being uh, a perceived uh, arse to now being a bit of a loved fighter. Because a few years ago, um, my my missus, you know, she watched Bellew a few years ago. When we first got together, and she she was like, "Who's this dick?" Yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah. of the way he was being in in like yeah. the media conferences and the weigh-ins and all the rest of it. Uh, and now, since he got smashed off Stevenson, yeah, he's come back and he's reinvigorated his pers- persona, so to speak. And he's talking more about his family and how he's doing it for. And and people have grown to love him a lot more for oh, that. Yeah. Um, so I think you will have that love there for him. But I, and I think it'd make an interesting press conference as well between them. Oh yeah, I think that I think I think. The media hype around it and the build-up to the fact will be better than the well, fight Well Fury's himself. already been
1: putting posts up today I'd noticed one earlier today uh, where they'd both been knocked down um, and it was a picture of Bellew on the top on the floor and uh, Fury on the floor as well and uh, who looks sexier on the on the canvas <laughs> i've not you know i'm not seeing that seen a look it, yeah, i think
0: it was on his twitter that oh he that's class. Up, yeah. i'll have to have a look at that in a bit um but no that's that's really the the the, the biggest news obviously coming out of of, of the uk there's another, really. oh
1: there's another fight that week as well uh that was put on the well the week of the 17th
0: earlier in the week midweek one kate taylor yeah i'm not forgotten title, about that yeah Again, it's going under the radar. It's just these little things go under the radar. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great for women's boxing oh, yeah, as well. Oh yeah, you know what? It is I think what what they're doing for women's boxing at the moment is is fantastic, and uh, I'm really pleased that they're getting the exposure that they deserve. Yeah, and it with, the, with, the, with them not having a, a big bigger talent pool uh, as as what the men's divisions have, um, it's a lot easier for them to progress up the ranks quicker. Definitely. Um, but. and obviously we've seen that with with a year in a year. Katie Taylor's a world champion Yeah And she's defending it for the first time Tasha, jo- Tasha Jonas uh, Has had uh, I think it's two or three fights now And she's already looking like She could Go in there And win a world title Yeah um, And then We've got Possibly a guest we fight Katie Taylor as yeah, well. well We've got um, We've got a Local uh, Women's fighter Stacey Copeland Coming on um, We've been in talks with Stacey To get her on the podcast And get an opinion from 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 a female fighter um, because again she's another fighter and, and, and who's looking at her division you know I think there's only about fifty fighters yeah, yeah. across
1: the world it's great for the sport though it is to have that mixture of the men and the women going at it what you know.
0: what, what I like about the women's boxing side of things um, is that it, because there's not as many women's fighters out there uh, women fighters sorry out there um, and the divisions are not as deep as, as say you get you get four sanctioning bodies um, yeah. in the men's divisions, and then you get your interim titles, your regulars, your this, your that. What I like about women's boxing at the moment, because it's, it's starting to come up, is that the people will have to fight the people in the division that are big, yeah. And there's, it doesn't to me; they're not going to be able to see avoid each other. Champions them. are you world champions. You, yeah, you, you're going to see the best fight the best and yeah. avoid the best, and that's what. So so far, I'm liking about it. I just hope that the governing bodies don't ruin it and start bringing all these different interim titles yeah, regular yeah. titles etc etc
1: I don't necessarily think they will so because there isn't that many out there no. that many fighters out there in the minute so there's no need there's not necessarily any need for it um it won't. It won't really make the boards the money, will it? There's, because there isn't that many fighters out there.
0: No, but it's, it's you're right in what you're saying at this point in time. But as as the more the more each each promoter keeps doing, it, I mean, look at look at. Let's go back to your stable and Kieran yeah, yeah. And, and the way he's starting to develop female fighters. Yeah, throughout well, his stable. On his show two weeks ago, exactly. Sam Smith from
1: Leeds on his show, and and, she and g- trust me, she had a turnout. Yeah, she did. They, they, when
0: she came out, it went off. Yeah, it did. It was. It was it it was great and that's what i'm saying about the fact that it's it's taking off really yeah. and um i love the fact that because there isn't a d- deep divisions at the moment across the, across the world mm. it gives the opportunity to see the best fight the best sooner than what you'd anticipate i mean you don't want to see these fights brewing uh, for years like mayweather the pacquiao was brewed for years yeah, yeah. and then when we got it it was a bit of a disappointment for for a lot of people uh, because people were expecting something different yeah Um, Maybe happened a bit too late. I think it happened too late. But anyway, that's 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 old news. Uh, I did read some news today about um, Mayweather considering a fifty-first fight. Yeah, I've not heard that. Yeah, yeah. And you'll probably, if you flick through the uh, social media stuff tonight, you'll probably see it. Uh, I don't know. No names have been mentioned, but one thing's been said that he he talks about having a fifty-first fight, which he could come back and do that quite easily. Oh yeah. But do you you count his fight against Conor McGregor uh, as a 50th win because it was like an exhibition, really?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, it was, but it's down on his record so it does count as it I don't think it was a proper boxing match would, it, would that really be sanctioned with anybody else no it, no, wouldn't. it wouldn't if you were saying somebody's in his 50th fight unbeaten against uh, against somebody making the debut it wouldn't be It's but there was that much money behind it
0: they didn't really have a choice well you know it was funny I know it was at the uh, I was at Karen's gym the other week um, I was sat with Dylan and I was talking about i to show Dylan and i uh, am showing it him now, and I'll tell everybody about it. If you go on the Box Rec uh, World Rankings for yeah. the Welterweight Division, you'll see that um, Dylan Moran uh, sits at number three. Really? And, be- and behind him is Conor McGregor at number four. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I said, There you go. There's an a claim to fame there. Yeah. I said, There's your opponent for the future. Yeah. Um, but no, obviously Dylan's boxing on i I um, fancy Dylan all day long there. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think you doom, you know, Dylan. Oh, good, I don't think I know. I think you would do him i really yeah. do him at this stage even at this stage of his uh, a race, not that much experience in fighting in general he's, yeah. um, I think he'd take him oh I do 100% <laughs> uh, right so I'm going to we'll sort of wrap it up because yeah, uh, cool. obviously I know I, I want to let you get going you've come here it's an evening uh, it's a Monday evening as well it's fight week uh, yeah. you want to get home get chilling it's terrible weather that get we can hear bed. outside <laughs> get to bed yeah um have you got any uh, obviously for the podcast that's going to go out yeah and you want you want people to to, to to hear you know what you've got to say so have you got any sort of particular thanks you want to make for people that have been supporting you well, obviously
1: got to give uh, a massive shout out to all my sponsors basically yeah you know you've seen them all they're all on my top <laughs> so like i said i've got me uh Balzar cap on. Yes. Yeah, he's one of he's obviously me uh, newest sponsor. Um he'll be there down at the fight. And uh honestly if you want decent caps clothing, get onto him. Looks pretty decent to be fair. Oh, always. And then uh we've got the uh, the village obviously where I work they're 100% behind me yeah they help me out have got Milk Barn
0: supply me with all my meals I, I, see, I see your Milk Keen, Barn meals uh, actually Mil- you know what Milk Barn follow me on uh, Instagram yeah. funnily enough best meal prep around I'm yeah, telling they look, you they look good you know?
1: oh, they, sort, they sort me out it's weight making it's made easy because they sort it all out for me and I can't tell you how much it helps me um, and then obviously i've got pound for pound help me out with all my boxing gear i've got uh dp training danny potter he's actually my strength and conditioning coach um and the difference in strength from when i first started with him to now and the difference in my power is massively different i can't thank him enough um and then we've got uh, westbourne and aj gardening services which is actually uh, my fiance's dad who sponsors me? He's behind me all the way.
0: There, every fight,
1: never lets me down.
0: And obviously, you don't, you can't forget about. But uh, I always say, behind uh, every good man is a good woman. And obviously, you've got <laughs> your woman behind you. Yeah, uh, give her a shout out because oh, she yeah, deserves so it, it. Yeah, yeah
1: Sophie, we get married next year. Uh, Vegas next year, we get married. So I'm hoping there's a big fight on while we're there. But. <laughs> Yeah, I do need, She does need a shout because she's there every step of the way. She never misses a fight. She's very understanding during the camp, through the diet and everything. So, I like, I can't thank her enough for everything she does for me.
0: Good. Any more sponsors, or is that? The, is no, that that right that's the back all of, your all time of them. Now? Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Them cool. There. So I, I just obviously want to close up the um, the the podcast. It's not it's podcast number ten. So we've done ten podcasts. Uh, I think over about eight or nine weeks now uh, maybe a bit longer Um, you know I'm really really enjoying doing it I'll get them out to you as quick as I can for everybody that's listening to them Uh, thank you so much uh, by the way for this past week because we've had about 200 new people follow the social media channel on Facebook, which is amazing. I'm really, really tough with that because it just goes to show that people are really starting to, to pick up and see uh, what we're doing. You know, the photographs that are getting out there. You know, one of the photographs actually made it into the Scottish Daily Record last week, uh, which was amazing. And, you know, I can't thank... Um, Kevin Gilbo, who's our photographer enough for what he does for us Um, and and, and all the people from different parts of the UK Uh, a lot of followers from Ireland as well um, that I've noticed that I've been picking up so thank you to all you guys if you're listening uh, and obviously to all the regulars that listen, keep coming with your, your comments and your posts and, and, and all your feedback because it's really appreciated. Uh, like I say, in the next couple of weeks, I'm still trying to get Anthony Crawler on. It's very, very difficult man to tie down because he's got so many media commitments at the moment, uh, as you've probably seen if you do follow Anthony Crawler. Uh, I will get him on at some point, Um, but I think it will be Stacey Copeland and will be coming on next. Uh, And then we've got a few other people lined up in the next few weeks, Uh, but other than that, again, guys, thanks very much. Lee. That's all, mate. Cheers. Thank you for having us, and um, we'll see you next time. See you Sunday. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash.